I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, July 5th. Here are today's headlines. While millions of Americans were enjoying July 4th cookouts and fireworks yesterday, a federal judge condemned the Biden administration as being Orwellian. Specifically, Judge Terry Dowdy of the U.S. District Court of the Western District of Louisiana compared the Biden administration's relationship with big tech companies to an Orwellian ministry of truth. The judge made the comments in a ruling on a case dealing with the Biden administration's pressuring of big tech companies to censor speech on social media platforms during the COVID-19 pandemic. In the ruling, the judge issued a historic order temporarily blocking the federal government from pressuring tech companies to stifle speech. Those suing the Biden administration argue that the administration suppressed conservative-leaning free speech on the Hunter Biden laptop story ahead of the 2020 presidential election and suppressed information on COVID-19, including its origin, mass, lockdowns, and vaccines. The case was brought against the Biden administration by Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey, doctors who spoke out against the COVID-19 mandates, Gateway Pundit founder Jim Hoft, and anti-lockdown advocate and co-director of Health Freedom Louisiana, Jill Hines. Judge Dowdy wrote in his ruling on July 4th that during the COVID-19 pandemic, a period perhaps best characterized by widespread doubt and uncertainty, the United States government seemed to have assumed a role similar to an Orwellian ministry of truth, of course, referring to George Orwell's 1984. The lawsuit also includes concerns over the suppression of speech related to the 2020 presidential election the security of voting by mail, issues related to the economy, and President Joe Biden. America First Legal is the legal group representing the plaintiffs in the case against the Biden administration. The Daily Signal's Tyler O'Neill spoke with the vice president of America First Legal, Gene Hamilton, about the ruling. Hamilton said he did not consider it a coincidence that Dowdy issued the order on July 4th. Hamilton said it was only appropriate for this decision to be rendered on Independence Day. It's a reaffirmation of our enduring principles on which our country was founded. So what happens next? Well, Hamilton says the Biden administration will likely appeal the case to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, but Hamilton does not expect the government will succeed in its appeal. Stay tuned. While it really was a lively holiday weekend, on Sunday night, the White House was evacuated for a short time after a suspicious powder was found in a common area of the West Wing. The substance was found to be cocaine. The Associated Press reports that Secret Service agents were doing routine rounds on Sunday when they found the white powder in an area accessible to tour groups. The White House was only closed for a short time as a precaution. The Secret Service say the investigation into how the cocaine got into the White House is pending. But Politico reports that officials say it's going to be very hard to determine the culprit 
since the substance was found in a highly trafficked part of the West Wing. The Biden family was not at the White House when the drugs were found. The first family left the White House for Camp David on Friday and returned Tuesday. In other news, resumes with they-them pronouns are less likely to be considered by employers. That's according to Business.com. Business.com is a business resource platform, and the platform recently found that more than 80% of non-binary people, that is people who don't identify as men or women, they believe this identity will hurt their job search. And among working non-binary people, 51% say their gender identity has affected their workplace experience very or somewhat negatively according to CNBC. But business.com wanted to dive deeper, so they conducted their own test. They sent two identical fake resumes to 180 unique job postings that were explicitly open to entry-level candidates. The name on the resume was Taylor Williams. One resume had they-them preferred pronouns. The other identical resume had no listed preferred pronouns. Business.com found that the resume with the they-them pronouns listed received 8% less interest than the resume with no listed preferred pronouns. According to the resource platform, over 64% of the companies that received these resumes were equal opportunity employers. Business.com calls this study result worrisome, but we will let you all draw your own conclusion. And finally today, let's cover a little bit of international news. Israel has ended its two-day military operation in the West Bank city of Jenin. This is reported to have been the largest military operation Israeli troops launched in the West Bank in 20 years. Israel says it conducted the operation to destroy the terrorist infrastructure in the Jenin refugee camp. They also confiscated weapons and destroyed meeting points for members of Hamas and Islamic Jihad. At least 13 Palestinians were killed in the fighting and one Israeli soldier. According to CNN, the Israeli military says no non-combatants were killed in the fighting. Before the withdrawal, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said, at these moments, we are completing the mission. And I can say that our extensive operation in Jenin is not a one-off. He added, we will eradicate terrorism wherever we see it. Hamas responded to Israel's military operation by launching five rockets into Israel from the Gaza Strip. The rockets are not reported to have caused any major damage. Hamas has also taken responsibility for a terrorist attack in Tel Aviv this week. A Palestinian militant ran a car into a shopping center and then proceeded to stab civilians with a sharp object. The Palestinian was then shot and killed by an armed civilian. Eight people were injured in the incident. About 100 people were injured during Israel's attack on the West Bank. And with that, we're going to leave it there for today. Thanks so much for joining us on The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show. It's right here in the same podcast feed where we bring you interviews with lawmakers experts, and leading conservative voices every weekday morning. Join us tomorrow morning. I'm going to be sitting down with Judge Amal Thapar to discuss his new book, The People's Justice, 
Clarence Thomas and the constitutional stories that define him. It's a great conversation with a lot of unique stories about Justice Thomas. Also, if you haven't done so already, take just a moment to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you like to listen to podcasts. We're across all podcast platforms. But thanks again for joining us today. We hope you all have a wonderful Wednesday afternoon. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.